time for the Video Marketing Value Podcast. This is the podcast where we help marketers just like you get more value out of your video marketing efforts. My name is Dane Golden from VidUp and VidTarget. And here's my co-host. She's R-E-N-E-T-E-L-E-Y, Renee Teeley from Video Explained. Hello, Renee. Hello, Dane. I am elated to be co-hosting this podcast with you today. Why are you just not thrilled? Um, <laughs> <laughs> I, well, I am thrilled and elated, but sure. I have been told that thrilled is an overused word. Is so it? we're just going to go with elated. Elated, okay. I'm elated today. And Renee, uh, would you like to talk about YouTube duplicate content and versus the concept of repeatable content today? I guess so. Sure, why not? Well, what is it? What is it, Renee? <laughs> what is duplicate content? That's a great question. So um, when we were talking about the topic of this podcast, I had to ask, what do you mean by duplicate content? I think there's a lot of different ways to look at duplicate content, whether that's um, the exact same content that you're publishing twice on your own channel. Um, it could be content that is somebody else's that you're publishing. Um, it could be s maybe similar content. So lots of different ways to look at that. So how do you think about duplicate content? Renee, I'm so glad you asked. So I started thinking about this last year. I don't know if you worked with kids channels, but some of them put together a whole string of their greatest hits in larger videos. And they may even in the thumbnail put 30 minutes. Now there's a whole bunch of changes going on with kids content and that's not what this is about. But this, in this particular instance, this channel, the creator had, uh, had been demonetized briefly and I believe we both believed it was because of duplicate content, meaning they had already done the video in one way and it stood alone and then they repurposed it and put it in a longer video. So you follow in so far, Renee, what I'm talking about? Yeah, this is this is interesting. I feel like I've actually maybe done something similar, but in a shorter context. Um, so yes, please keep going. Yeah, not a clip, the entire video. So okay. it wasn't a playlist. It was just a standalone video that may have been 30 minutes an hour. And, and this is very common in the kids space because parents sort of like to leave their kids alone in front of a video, right? That sounds like bad parenting, but <laughs> let's keep, let's keep going. When we were growing up, they just sat us in front of a TV, but in, yeah, today too. it's in front of a iPad or a phone, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Well, anyway, that is frowned upon, and uh, so that's one of the things I think of as duplicate content, is using the entire video again in a sequence of some sort. Okay, so are we clear on that so far? What do you think of that concept? Yeah, I mean, I think that... Um, We're talking I, about YouTube, of course, right? I personally would avoid it. I mean, it sounds like it didn't work out well for some other channels and especially if you're using the full clip um you know it's i would steer clear of that i i think if you're doing content outside of youtube it's fine to do that and if you're kind of repurposing it on another platform but i think that it's it's a bit risky to do the full the full video and kind of stitch that together 
Yeah, and and some people are doing this because they say, oh, well, I heard that if you do videos longer than 10 minutes or even longer, you will be helped in the algorithm. Well, that's... That's only part that's that's only partially true. You have to actually have people watching all the way through. So the, that's part of a misunderstanding of Matt Geelan's research that longer videos do better. They actually have to do better when you have people watching for a longer percentage of the video, right? Yeah, it's all about watch time. So if yeah. you get them to watch multiple videos that are short, that's I think just as just as fine if you're getting them to watch a long video. You just want to keep them there watching content. Right. So, so if you, somebody watches one minute of a 30 minute video, it, it's the, it counts essentially the same as one minute of a 10 minute video or one minute of a three minute video. Yeah. Now I dis- distinguished or I make a distinction between duplicate content and repeatable content because on your YouTube channel, you want to own your niche. You want to focus, drill down on something that you both love and you're good at talking about and keep repeating that and and talking about variations on that theme. And it's even okay to come back a few months later. A, a lot of people do this, do a video with almost the exact same title, almost the exact same topic. It's just you new talking about something like that. And that's what I call repeatable content. What are your thoughts on repeatable content on YouTube? I love repeatable content. Um, let me repeat that. I love repeatable content. Um, so yeah, I think I think it's actually a really good idea to test what works well on your channel and the things that people are responding to make more videos about that. But I would recommend doing it in a slightly different variation. So you're not saying exactly the same thing. Um, you're you're doing something that's a slightly different take on it. So I've been thinking about this a lot recently, even with my own channel in terms of, Instead of just creating um, independent videos, I'm thinking about things in a playlist, but also around a very specific topic or a specific product. So instead of um, just doing one video about the new GoPro Hero 8, I'll do a series of videos with different takes on it. So it can be unboxing, it can be a review, it could be a how-to but all kind of things related to that same product. But I will go a step further, Renee Teeley. What? <laughs> What's your step further? The step further is that when you, when you look at your video and you go, oh, that video did well, but I already did it. I shouldn't do it again. I've already done it. I think just the opposite. Do it again. Yes, maybe improve, tweak it a bit. But if you hit on a theme – that is really delivering for you and that you like to talk about and and are confident in talking about, talk about it again. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I think the only thing to be a little cautious about is if you're doing the same thing too often and it it might sort of indicate to people that that's what your channel is about. So if it is, if you wanna do just you know, iPhone videos, for example, then focus on that and you can do different variations of it. But if you do a bunch of iPhone videos and then you're kind of switching to a different topic, people might um, be a little confused about why you're switching to something else. So just be a little cautious about, you know, how often you're doing that same topic over and over again if you don't want that to be the focus of your channel. Now, one thing you cannot do on YouTube is upload the exact same video twice. You can't 
you know, upload it three months ago and now upload that exact same video because YouTube has a technology that says, you've already uploaded this video, you cannot do it again. Did you know that? I did. It's especially good when it's picking up the audio twice. Um, Yes. So they're very good about uh, flagging duplicate content, whether it's your own or it's from somebody else. But you can, and I and I think it is interesting to reuse little clips of your own content from previous videos. So you can say, here's what I thought last year about this topic, and then include a few sentences, and then come back to it, and this is what I think this year. Yeah, so, um, yeah, it's great to actually go back and show clips from old videos. And in some ways you can give a boost to your old videos too, if you, if you call those out. Um, but it's a great way just to add some new context and commentary on top of that as well. Um, another interesting way that you can reuse content is from other creators. So you're reusing your own content, but you, you can reuse content from other creators in, um, fair use. So there are some guidelines around that. Um, but you can use content from other creators. And so how can you use content or other directors? I know that some people do react videos to other creators. What, what types of things are you talking about? Yeah. So I started doing some voiceover videos for a, a channel called Babble top. It's a uh, top 10, top 10 kind of videos around food related topics. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that they do is they use really short clips from pop culture videos. So it could be something from, you know, Homer Simpson. This is uh, dangerous, dangerous, dangerous. <laughs> You're not supposed to use copyrighted material. The people say that again and again and again. How are they doing it? Yeah, so they're using really, really short clips. Um, and they're giving new context to the clips. And so essentially it's a voiceover about a specific topic and they're just using pop culture videos, very short clips from different, from multiple sources. That's just um, kind of entertainment, but they're transforming the work. So it's not like they're just taking an entire uh, Simpsons episode and putting a new voiceover over the top of that. They're just using short clips from from various there, sources. Are you, would you say they're sort of like audio memes, audio video memes? Yes, and they're mixing it in with stock videos and some original content. So, so you know, they're it's a variety of different sources. But yes, it's essentially different different yeah, memes that's but, for entertainment purposes. But I'm betting they're going to get a lot of copyright in- inquiries, and you have to be very good at understanding how to defend yourself against copyright um, hits, that, so they don't turn into strikes. Yeah, yeah. So there's, I mean, there's some just general guidelines to keep in mind. Um, if you're going to go that route, first off, if you don't have to, if you don't need it, I would say just focus on original content. Um, but if it's something that you do want to include, you want to try to use mostly original content and you can include clips from other sources. Um, you're going to be a little safer if you're using multiple sources instead of the majority of content from one place. So the example I gave, I'm sorry sorry to interrupt you, but, but as we give this advice, 
you want to be super, super careful with this. This is clearly the, the folks you're working with clearly have a plan. They have a process. I'm sure they have, you know, defined a process of, of how to deal with this legally, understanding. I think that they're probably pros. So any advice we give on using other people's clips, use at your own risk. We do not want your your channel taken down just because we say, oh, this is something that will work. It may work. <laughs> yeah. I mean, my, my advice is don't use other people's content. That's my, <laughs> that's my Full candid. Ad- yeah. That's my candid advice. That's the way that you're going to be safest and, you know, focus on creating original content. However, if you are going to go down the path of using other people's content, there are some things to keep in mind um, that'll, that'll help keep you safe, but safer safe. Well, they can help keep you safe, but I think it's important to know that in terms of, in terms of fair use, that is going to be defined by a judge. It is going to be defined in court. So if you're willing to go to court and all the expenses of the legal system, here are the tips. Yes. And the safest way to keep yourself out of court is just to use your own original content. Um, I do think it's in mind just to talk a little bit about what fair use is. And so kind of the, the general idea is that fair use allows you to reuse copyright protected material in some circumstances without permission from the original copyright owner. Um, the laws actually change depending on where you are in the world and that's set by, you know, there's there's legal rules around that, and it's judged in a court of law. And fair, so, fair use is a U.S. legal term. We are not le- lawyers. Do not sue us. Yeah. <laughs> yes, it is a U.S. term. I think in the U.K. it's called fair dealings, and I'm sure there's some other there's some other terms for that. Um, but yeah, I mean, the general idea is if you're going to go that route, just make sure that most of your stuff is original content, use multiple sources, give credit so that you're not trying to pass it off as your own content, and above all else, um, proceed with caution. And like I said, I, I highly advise creating your own original content as much as possible. One of the things that that is key about reusing any type of um, copywritten material is that if you can demonstrate in a court that you have really turned it into something entirely different, then you know what? Um, and it's a work of art that is entirely your own that use collabed things. That's, um, uh, that is actually something that's defendable, but again, it, it potentially is a challenge. But like, for instance, a lot of hip hop rap music uses, you know, pieces of music from other songs. Uh, the famous case of Andy Warhol's soup cans. It wasn't, he would, he didn't own Campbell's soup, but he put them in his artwork and he created something really amazing and unique. So, uh, you know, this type of thing potentially can get you content strikes, which you get those enough and your content will be uh, or your channel can be deleted and you won't be able to start another channel. Potentially, it can get you demonetized. Uh, but but overall, as far as duplicate content, meaning 
talking about the same topic or repeatable content, I mean, talking about the same topic again and again. I call that flooding the zone or owning your own niche. Um, and I think we're both in agreement on that, right? Yeah, I think it's actually a very strategic approach. So it's it's really something that, like, you know, like we talked about before, if it's something that's resonating with your with your audience, maybe you want to do more of that content. Um, and maybe it's it's very similar, but there's there's something that's a little bit different from the last video. Um, but it's a really great approach because one, you found something that works well for your audience. And two, it's going to help you with SEO. So when people search for that, um, if you're doing a lot of content around that, there's a higher likelihood that your content is going to be surfaced to those people that are interested in it. So I, I think it's a, it's a good approach to take. Renee, I'm so glad to be doing this podcast with you. Are you, are you thrilled to be here? No, I'm elated to be here. Elated, elated. And uh, how can people find out more about what you're up to? Yeah, so the easiest place to keep tabs on me is uh, to go to www.reneetelly.com. Um, and a great place to connect with me is on LinkedIn. Love LinkedIn. Thank you, Renee. My name is Dane Golden with my co-host, Renee. She's R-E-N-E-E-T-E-L-E-Y, Renee Teeley. And we want to thank you, the listener, for joining us today, don't we, Renee? Yes, absolutely. And we hope you love this podcast just as much as we do. <laughs> and we want to invite you to review us on Apple Podcasts or the app you're listening to right now, because that helps more people find out about the podcast so we can help even more People and marketers just like you learn about video marketing. Renee and I do this podcast and our various other YouTube videos and are speaking at conferences and other projects because we love helping businesses do YouTube and video marketing better. Until next week, here's to helping you help your customers through video.